Tasty Wine Taste Podcast. Hello everybody, this is Antonello Biancalana. Welcome to the new episode of the Wine Taste Podcast. This is going to be quite special because we are not in our usual offices, but we are uh, in a very special place. We are in the Vulture area in the Basilicata region and uh, I'm talking in the offices of Cantina del Notaio Winery, a well-known and established winery, uh, well-known in particular for the Iannico del Vulture, uh, one of the most important wines that we have in South Italy. And uh, the occasion was absolutely wonderful to talk about both about the area, the Vulture area, as well as the Iannico grape. And uh, for this purpose, um, Dr. Amilcare Grieco, brand ambassador of Cantina del Notaio, we will talk about the Iannico and the Vulture area as well. So, uh, first of all, thank you for uh, hosting us here. And it is for us a, a wonderful pleasure to be in the Vulture area. And, of course, it will be interesting to listen what the Vulture area is and the Iannico grape is. So, first of all, Let's introduce the Vulture area and what it is about. Hi to all. So, firstly, uh, the Vulture area is a volcanic region. And uh, when we say uh, Vulture, we are speaking of a sleeping volcano. Actually, they are two volcanic lakes, but they characterize it very well the the whole land yard that give us uh, uh, one of the most important thing for making Aglianico del Vulture that it's the milking soil it's a a, a tough rock that works like a, a sponge it's like a water reserve that works very very well during the summer time because you know that uh, we have no raining water for two three months uh, and and on but uh, uh, the milking soil give us the uh, the right water for don't stress the the plant and so what makes Volturi area besides the uh, the rock and the volcanoes of course but this area is particularly known for the Ionico which is of course different from the Ionico that we have in Campania. It is a neighboring uh, region uh, west from here, so the grape is the same, but the area is different. So what's the difference between the Volture and the rest of the areas in which Ionico is being cultivated? So, firstly, uh, are the weather conditions, because uh, we have very, very hot summer, but uh, uh, between night and day we have a range temperature of uh, 14, 15 Celsius degrees. Very, very useful for giving us the right polyphenolic uh, maturation of the grapes. And uh, by the way, Aglianico del Vulture is also the latest grape that we harvest in Italy. Uh, we start to harvest from the first 10 days of October until the first days of December for making different wines. And how would you uh, explain what is Aglianico to the ones who are listening uh, what we are talking about? What is Aglianico? Aglianico for us is uh, a velvet glove on an iron first uh, because Aglianico is the wine of our grandfather and uh, not too easy to drink but uh, the right power and uh, it's like a diesel engine uh, starts slowly but grow up very very well uh, in your case I mean Cantina del Notaio Aglianico uh, show it to be a quite versatile grape so here you make from sparkling wine to quite full-bodied red wine such as Il Sigillo. What makes Ayanico so special uh, that you can use for so many different styles? 
So firstly, we work with uh, uh, the age of harvesting, with the time of maceration, and uh, we used to work like our grandfather used to do, because they start to harvest in the beginning of October to make a more light, a more fresh red wine, uh, and uh, ended in the end of November to have the more structured red wine that we like. And Aglianico give us uh, more and more opportunity. Um, we like to make the sparkling wine in classic method of Aglianico del Vulture uh, starts like uh, an experiment, but now uh, it's one of the most important uh, label that we produce. You are talking about the sparkling wine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We speak, uh, we speak about the sparkling wines, uh, but we have also the rosé still wine that it's one of the oldest uh, well-known way of working with Aglianico del Vulture. And uh, our grandfather used to make uh, a not more structured red wine that was easy to drink, very fr very fresh to drink, because they used to take away in the graveyard when uh, it's time for working. So, anyway, you, are a you have a sparkling wine and then you also make very different wines of Chasil Sigillo in your case. And what makes Ayanico so versatile? You are talking about the uh, area of harvesting and it's important, but it shows that the grape is, however, very versatile to be used for a sparkling wine, which is very different from the Sigillo. Which of course, it is a, a full-bodied red wine. So, of course, the winemaking methods are different and it is not just the harvesting era, of course, but what makes our Ayanica so versatile to be used for a sparkling wine and why you can also use for a red wine? So, firstly, it's possible to work with the long age of maturation of Aglianico del Vulture. With different age of maturation, we can, we can work with the different level of a sugar percentage or acidity percentage. And uh, actually, we are the only one winery to use to make Aglianico del Vulture in a, uh, in a classic method. Uh, and used to make the sparkling wine. Uh, our grandfather used to say, used to make the sparkling wine. Uh, normally, was a, a, a red sparkling wine, and uh, with a very high amount of sugar percentage. And we start from the traditional way of making uh, uh, the the sparkling wine, like our grandfather, but uh, uh, with a touch of a French style. And this is possible to make with the, also with the time of maceration of the skins. So, for example, we made also a rosé, a rosé sparkling wine, and it is named the La Stipula. But we are speaking of about two, three days of of the lease of the skins that keep in touch with the liquid part of Aglianico grape. And so, uh, what would you expect? when you drink a sparkling wine made from Ayanica? Um, it's something that uh, you don't expect. Uh, many people uh, that uh, drank for the first time uh, or sparkling wines uh, told me that it's amazing. It's uh, what you don't expect. Uh, this Landyard is well, uh, well known for the red, powerful, structured red wine. And uh, for us is uh, something to work in a, a different way uh, between the traditional way but also uh, with uh, um, with an eye on the on the um, on the pleasureness on the uh, also on the experiment experimentation side of uh, working with Aglianico. 
And then we have red wines, which is, of course, the leading wine side that you make with the Ionic, of course. After all, today, the most known Ionic style is, of course, red. And you have four red wines made from Ionic. Besides that, the Atto, which is not an Ionic de Vulture, but, however, you, you have the repertorio of Firma and Sigillo as well. So, what would you expect from, let's say, the leading uh, wine of Cantina del Notaio, I'm talking about La Firma, so what are you supposed to find in a glass of La Firma? Just to explain and describe a red Yannico wine. So when, uh, uh, when I drink uh, a glass of La Firma, firstly, I feel the, the sun, uh, I feel the, the, the flavor of uh, um, one of the, uh, the most aged grapes, and uh, drinking La Firma, I'm expecting, uh, at the same time, the power, but also the elegance of Aglianico del Vulture. La Firma, it's when you, when you think about Aglianico, you are speaking about La Firma. That was the, uh, the first wine that uh, changed all the game, uh, all the business uh, about the uh, Aglianico del Vulture, because for the first time, we used to make uh, a wine that speaks... Uh, at the same time of the uh, of the tradition of our grandfather, but uh, with a very heavy foot in the future. And what about the uh, Isigilo, which is basically different from La Firma and also made in a very different way? So, if uh, uh, if La Firma uh, represents for us the, the power uh, and the elegance of Aglianico del Vulture, uh, il sigillo is the elegance, it's the, uh, the woman's side of Aglianico del Vulture. Uh, it's like uh, the old woman of the south of Italy, at the same time, very pleasureness, but, uh, but also very, very powerful women, yeah. Okay, I guess that's all, and I want to thank you, say thank you to Amilcare Greco for, of course, hosting us here uh, at Cantina del Notaio, and let me also say thank you to Dr. Gerardo Giura Trabocchetti, which is, of course, the owner of Cantina del Notaio, and, of course, the main manager. And as for the moment, uh, this is the end of the episode, and thank you for listening to our episode, and thank you for always listening to our podcast. So, once again, thank you to Cantina del Notaio for the beautiful uh, day that they allow us to spend here. Uh, thank you to Amilcar Greco as well, of course. You're welcome. You're welcome, and uh, we hope to see you soon, and your reader and your listener in our wine cellar, as soon as possible. I guess they will, of course, take the chance to visit the Vulture area, which is an absolutely astonishing, a stunning area and a beautiful view. And so, uh, if, uh, if I must say, uh, it is a beautiful place to visit. Okay, that's all for the moment. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you will join us to the next episode of the Wine Taste podcast for the moment. I wish you to have a good wine in moderation, provided it is always a good wine. And why not? An Ayanico del Vulture seems to be absolutely wonderful. The Wine Taste Podcast. <laughs>